This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. Brett Festley's here. Big Dick Toledo's right around the corner. We're ready to go for a glorious day. Uh, hopefully you're uh, along for the ride. Uh, I have to say, I start the day with this story because, well, I'll I'll save it for a second. How about that All Star Game? A, eh? <laughs> I got a good one, and it's gonna. I want to kind of do it before your breakfast. But, oh honor, boy! But I, but I can't control when this city eats. There's probably people just chowing down on English muffins right now. And let then, it roll. For, all right, here we go. So yesterday I played golf with uh, uh, Sun's uh, uh, backup legend K Ray. Uh, right behind that Al McCoy. Someday I'll golf with Al, but we can't take him out in the heat. He's bubble wrap for the summer. But Kevin Ray's there, uh, Hellestray, and a guy named Dave. And we're all golfing. Uh, I got called into this fort. They're good, you know, fun, whatever. Get the golf out of the way middle of the day. All of us are starving after, so we're like, let's grab some food. Deal. Now, Dave, is a, he's a scratch golfer, so he plays everyone else. So basically the game is Dave versus the other three guys. And only one guy out of the other three has to tie or beat Dave per He's hole. like the wolf every he's hole. He's the wolf every hole. It's his hole. And he, and you know, he's good enough to win. He won the last time we did this. And good he, challenge for him. A great challenge for him. He plays from the tees, the farthest tees back. And it's, he, he gives you a 20 yard advantage and all this other stuff off the tees. So he's, he's, he's that scratch most of the time. He was terrible yesterday. We all were. But anyway, we're playing in the heat, whatever, and having the fun. So at the end of the day, uh, whoever wins buys drinks, and so we and then so we did one game at the end for the whoever won the last hole got had to buy food for everybody. The, it was the loser, the last. You know, if you win it, you're out. So uh, we're like, fine. We, it didn't really matter. So we go and we finally uh, get the food, 
that somehow or another scrambles out, we all end up paying for something. Uh, I, I ordered a Philly cheesesteak. I was starving. Philly cheesesteak shows up right in front of me, and I'm just, you know, cartoon boy. I'm rubbing my hands together. I'm drooling, ready for this sandwich. I hadn't eaten all day. Had a handful of M&Ms to start the morning. Didn't eat all day. It's about 3.30, almost 4 o'clock. Pickle. Got the, the Philly cheesesteak, french fries. As the lady's putting the other plates on the table, I'm like, I'm going. Grab that pickle. And normally I don't do that, but for some reason when you're thirsty and been in the sun all day, a pickle is like the best-sounding food ever. Yeah, the salt and everything Some else. Some about it, yeah. yeah. Well, they made that pickle juice. Uh, yeah. that ended yeah. up being like They're a, a liquor in that yeah. up. Yeah, 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 you drink it to keep your body alive. Grab that pickle. It's better than I thought it was going to be on the crunch. It's crunchy. It's perfect. Wet pickle flavor in my mouth. Bite it in half. Take the half that I don't have uh, to eat now out of my mouth, and it's still attached by the longest, blackest hair you could imagine. That is all the way down this giant, delightful pickle, and it's half in my mouth and half out of my mouth. And as I'm pulling the pickle out, I see it building a bridge between bitten off pickle and uh, you know the pickle that is now in my hand. And I put it on the thing, and I just start pulling, and it was like a clown's hanky. This thing never Kept stopped going. coming Rapunzel. out. I'm 13 feet. I'm thinking maybe what is this? Uh, what a hairy pickle! Is, is Cher the chef at this place? What's going on back there? It was nonstop. But then I had the dilemma of going hair and losing my mind, or letting the other guys enjoy their meal. Wadded it up, put it on my leg because I'm like I'm saving this. I'm bringing this in for the boys tomorrow, and I lost the goddamn hair. It's the longest hair I've ever eaten. You don't so, have uh, cans and stuff dragging behind your Jeep? You tied cans onto it? No. Like, uh, you know, a, a fully grown 250-pounder less man could have hung himself with this thing. I didn't know Shannon Man had a second job. It's Shannon hair. That's exactly what I was going to put it down and say. Now Shannon knows how we feel because there's Shannon hair all over. Oh, yeah. But at least we're not eating it. So uh, then I uh, go to the bathroom. And, you know, I'm like, I'm, I, I struggled with this. This was a tough lunch. Because I'm like, I don't want to make everybody else feel like this is just... Everybody was hungry. It was just one hair. It can happen. I go into the bathroom, and dude walks by me from the kitchen, and he's got a bun on the back of his head that I swear... He's, uh, I think he was Native American or Mexican. It was him. Oh. And it was the size of a softball mushed onto his head. And it's... Uh, you know, what's that guy who does the boxing announcing? He's got the big Rastafarian... He wraps it up on his Erica Badu kind of thing. Yeah, this dude had a beehive because his bun was so big. It, it went off of his head a good foot and a half. Just knew who it was, and I watched him in the bathroom. And what does he do? <laughs> Wipes his nose with his hand, gives this like noise, spits in the sink, doesn't turn the sink on. Oh. Pulls the hand off the nose, looks at his hand like there's something there. Wipes it with the other hand, right back to the kitchen. Oh, I was. I'm like, what am I eating? At that point, I felt it my responsibility to say nothing to the rest of the guys and just see who gets sickest. And then I kind of pushed my plate away. Horrifying. Living with me the whole time. Couldn't eat last night. Stayed with me the whole day. Don't know that I'll ever eat again. I think I'm done. I think it's all liquids and all made by me's. And oh, it was the worst. Is there anything worse? I mean, bugs aren't as bad as hair. And then the, I think the worst thing you can do is find the hairs. Yeah. A jumping off point. That dude's head was just a rat's nest of black blech. So Especially when you put the face to oh, the place. And then and then the the 
the loogie in the sink with no scrub up. And then, the, the I mean, his index finger went right across his nostril and he stared at his hand like, well, what's that? And then wiped it off with his bare right hand and right out of the room. No washing, no nothing. No water hit his hands. Uh, horrifying. Horrifying. So just if you, if you see me and I look dizzy or I start crapping all over the place, that's why. The worst. And there's nothing more, like, I don't know, unappealing to everything than pulling a hair out of your mouth that isn't yours. Yeah, your your brain just says, "Where is the? Who is this person? How much? What do I? You need to get to know that person. I need to know your history. I need to know where you were yesterday. And, and then I saw him, and I'm like, "There's nothing about this guy. That's he lives in a one bedroom apartment. His, his coffee table is up on cinder blocks. He's he's masturbates into his own. He doesn't care. So he listens to us, and he's probably a KUPD fan." <laughs> Welcome to the Hairnet Bar and Grill. Uh, and he had a little hat on, but it, it, there's no cover in that thing he had on the back of his head. It's too it was big. Massive. It was, it, I'm not kidding, it was a good foot off of his head, balled up in this wad, and I don't know how you even get it in. Now you know where Eddie Grant was after <laughs> yeah, Electric yeah, Avenue. Yeah, that's he's right. now the he's Electric Avenue. Me. An excellent reference to everyone <laughs> except the world. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Eddie Grant had a hit in 1986 called Electric Avenue, and Brady just referenced that. Yeah, it was Eddie Grant, Brady. That's right. He's been cooking. <laughs> I haven't heard that name yeah, since 1986. Of course not, because he had one song. And Brady just likes uh, black guys with big hair. Ooh, never seen one of those before. I'll never forget him. <laughs> yes, Eddie Grant. Amy Grant is a better reference than Eddie Grant. <laughs> I can't. I, yeah. I'm going to throw my Eddie Grant gags around. They've been in, <laughs> they've been in storage. Anyway, yeah. And now i got to think of that. You uh, want a little bit? Oh, yeah. Of course I do. I want some Electric Avenue. <laughs> Eddie Grant's been mentioned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I cook your food. Harry people. Boy! Oh. Yeah. Whipping up your cheesesteak right oh. now. Yeah. It's the follicle pickle. Now in the street there is violence. Oh, your pickle, that's her now. And I mean, it never stopped coming out of my mouth. Just, it, I felt like a girl in blacked.com. When does this thing oh, end? God. It just keeps going in my mouth. <laughs> There's more. And I don't know how I did it without anybody noticing. I think we're all hungry. They're all just staring at their plates, and I'm just like, <laughs> just yanking hair out of my mouth. <laughs> and you know what's worse? I was so hungry, I polished off the rest of that pickle. No food in your teeth, wow. though. You flossed. Oh, I flossed. And it, it started going in. And right here, this tooth right here started to catch it. Like, oh, are we flossing? And I'm pulling. like, ah, big mouth. Get big mouth. Because it was because you kind of try to keep it cool. It slid up. It started to slide between the teeth. And get any, I, I hadn't eaten, so it wasn't going to do anything. Oh. Oh. So just for the rest of the day, I was kind of just sitting around. And then Eddie Grant, of course, comes around. <laughs> Are we enjoying the food? Where's Eddie? <laughs> Go back to the Electric Avenue. This song is so bad. And the performer of it was so desperate for anything good to happen in his life. Within an hour of this being in the top ten, he sold it to J.C. Penny. And they started the Electric Avenue. Yeah, they had they had their electronic section called Electric Avenue because they're like, let's capitalize on this monster. Eddie nailed it. And Eddie Grant sold that song to J.C. Penny. What a combo. J.C. Penny's as good a reference as uh, Eddie Grant. <laughs>
anyway. But yeah, so that was my afternoon yesterday. It wasn't. It wasn't a. It's not a pleasant thing. And then all night, I'm driving home thinking about the hair, sitting on the couch last night thinking about the hair. Woke up this morning. It's still in my mouth. I can. St- it's still touching. It's still there. The restaurant hair, and you don't want to send it back because then. Again, I will never ever waiting. send food back, right? I especially because I saw the guy. We were the only ones there. He had nothing to do. This was his best effort. This was his. I've got nothing to do. Plate of food. Imagine when he's busy. So now I'm taking his time, whatever he's doing back there, and saying, "Do it again." And already there's a 45 foot hair in it. What's he going to do to the next one? He's spitting loogies in the sink. I'm not sending that food back. What's amazing is. Thinking about it, that uh, Ronnie and Kirby, long hair, yeah, all the food that we've made or prepped in the kitchen, I've never pulled one of their hairs out of the food. Saying that, t- and you think you would because you go, you know, in the bathroom. Are you all in there just cooking away? No, oh. but there's, you know, if Ron- Ronnie's definitely made a lot of stuff. Yeah, she keeps it together. Not, yeah, but you go in the shabby. bathroom, you can see the hair. Yeah. Oh, in the drain. Yeah. And all over, yeah. Well. I would rather eat your drain than that pickle again. Oh, God, it was horrifying. Yeah, it is strange. Some people just don't shed. You'd think you'd be pulling Ronnie hairs out of there. Yeah. She's got a lot of hair. Maybe she keeps she keeps it together. I don't know. Medea never sheds enough. No, she got no. dark, long, dark hair. Yeah, I'm not. It's strange at home. I don't know. Maybe you're paying more attention. Oh, maybe it's also because you don't have a wad of dead hair the size of an infant stuck to the back of your head. In a stressful situation of And of she's making work. it one time, whereas I guess if you're making 50 cheesesteaks. And you're flying around. Yeah. And you're, yeah, you're prepping up a bunch of peppers and you're chopping and maybe the boss is up your ass or you're shedding hair. You're knee deep in pickles. But I don't know how you do it on the pickle and line it right on top of it where yeah, I don't even see work. it. I mean, it, it almost seems intentional at that point. Because you Tim can't striped just, it. You can't have a 10-foot hair fall off of your head onto a plate. And land right across the, the ridge of the dill. Can't be done. It has to be gently placed there. Like, you know, when Gordon Ramsay at the end just goes, all right, garnish it. And the garnish is his long, stringy, gross-ass hair. And the great spirit pulled it off and put it on there. And I know a bunch of Native Americans out there, all you guardians are listening to this going, ah, enjoy that, Billy Gunner. Like, you guys are happy that Whitey took a chunk of somebody's hair. I'm fine with that. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. But know this. I know your ritual, and I know that when your hair comes off, you're supposed to burn it. So he's not going to meet the great spirit now because uh, his hair's on the floor at a restaurant. So take that. When they cut their hair, as far as I know, it has to be burned. Really? Yeah. Velda taught me that. Never knew. Strange. But, well, <laughs> Eddie Grant, is that true? Oh, hang on. Let me switch that up here. We got yeah. to get, get appropriate oh, music man. now. Here we go. You got a good start to the week. Every day before six. There you go. First day was real early. Yesterday was 5.56, 5.59 today. And uh, Starbucks in hand? It is going the wrong way. 56, 57, wow, 59. 
Starbucks. Oh, we got Starbucks. Got the Starbucks. Got the hat on, too, yeah, so well, she knows she woke up late didn't today. Didn't even yet. <laughs> <laughs> to do her hair. Just braid it, hat it, and go. I'm gonna Still got here before 6. All right. Good job, ski mask. Her time for the week now is like 5.57, almost 5.58 on average. So she's got to keep it before right around 6, 6.01, and she'll have a first time since she's been here, a work week where she got in before 6 a.m. on average. average yeah. On average. Not every day. We, what, we can't move mountains, Brett. Baby steps. They had an easier time trying to turn the Titanic. Yeah, you're just working on consistent weekly averages. And baseball. That's it. Anyway, I just spitting hair out of my mouth as we speak. Would you rather have a big long hair in your meal or a short hair? I don't long, know. I, I, I you think. think you want the longer one? Oh, because no. the short hair, you're you going in the there picking hairs. it out. We were thinking pubes. Yeah. And yeah. that's bad news. But if somebody was going to pube your food, wouldn't they do a, uh, like a bushel of pubes? They're not just going to pluck one. Like in waiting, the little garnish. Yeah, yeah, you get a little garnish of pubes. Like, I think that's. I don't think anybody's going to just go down and one pube you. It's hard. Yeah, because then it's harder to find you. You know, I don't even get mind through that. the whole meal. That's but the whole, I think of armpit hair when I think of short hairs at the restaurant because I don't. I don't think pubes have a chance. I think it's too obvious and it's too hard to do. Chest hair, armpit, maybe a little chest hair off of Brett. Yeah, you're right. Like Brett's people, Italian place, get a little chest hair. So is it better out of sight, out of mind, like the short hair that you don't even catch, or is it better to catch that? I think that's wrong. I think the short hair that you kind of go. Was that a hair? And you still swallow, and you just, you just. I think you're right. I think ignorance is bliss when it comes to hair and the food. Because yesterday, whew, horrifying. Ugh. Anyway, so that's enjoy your breakfast. I thought I'd get that one out there right off the bat. And I went home. I watched the All Star game, which I found to be. I figured out baseball. You I know, mean, we bitch about why baseball is like dying, and it is dying. The sport is dying. And I figured it out last night. The reason nobody knew was going to play baseball is because kids can't go to the park and play the game that's presented on TV. When you and I would go, Brady, to play baseball yeah. at the park, it was about getting hits. Straight up. And if, and if we played all Three day long, if, yeah, if we played all day long, uh, you and I would walk away and go, I was up eight times and I got four hits, I'm batting 500. You could figure out the math pretty easy. Kids can't go to the park and go, my velocity on that pitch... Uh, my my velo angle, my my launch angle, like they can't do any of the statistics that baseball. Because last night on the game, they're like, "Well, his velo's this is uh, you know runs with and hitting." But you can't do the math without like the war and all paper that other kind and, of stuff, and yeah. yeah, pencil and paper. Where when we were kids, it's like, "Oh, I knocked in twenty one runs in our three games together." We play baseball all day long. Keep and you it had, pure. Yeah, we kept it, it the basics because you can't have fun. But a video game can do all that for them. So why would they go do it? If you really like baseball, the way it's presented on TV, you like all the stats and stuff. You can't have that playing it in a pickup game for fun. Like the way we used to do, like me and Burkhart and Stebbings and a couple other guys would go to the park and do a straight line, ghost runners, whatever, and you'd keep your own stats. And there were times when you just not, you know, your team is batting forever. I was up 21 times because I was the only guy on my own team. So I was up all day, and I got seven hits or eight hits, and you'd sit and think of the math and get your batting average for the day and how many runs you scored, and that's, of course, all your RBIs, and you had it all figured out. And now it's you don't have launch angles and velo and all this garbage, and I don't know what my, my uh, slugging percentage is in a ghost game. It's stupid. So I'm sitting there thinking, well, this is it. Kids can't play this game without a controller in their hand. You just can't do it. Well, I hate to sound like the old guy, but I you will, are. because if you look at it, 
I, I blame part of it on the announcers nowadays. Have yep. nothing to talk about. They're Gotta boring. Fill it. Well, because yeah, they'll, you look afraid. at Hawk Harrelson. You look at you know, uh, you know any of the old guys. Finn. Harry, yeah. yeah. Steve Stone is kind of in the transition of this yeah. new stuff. But Brindley, I mean, Brindley does a good job of, of telling tales. But yeah, I mean, you never heard about war and launch no. angles and exit velocity no. and stuff. It's just like, oh, that's out of here. It's you know? not a fun park game. No. And it used to be. Like, you could make up games with baseball based on stats. We used to play baseball off the back of baseball cards. Because they used to have, I don't know if anybody remember, and Tops used mm-hmm. to have a little thing on the back that said single. And you'd take your players and you'd make a team out of like yeah. your baseball cards, and then you'd flip them over and see how your your inning went. And you're like, oh my god, it's based like upon the stats in a, in a fly out. No, yeah. it's based upon the. There was a little oh diamond thing that would say single on the double, corner, yeah, and it right. would give you a thing. And you'd just take nine guys out and flip them out, and then you could remember. So we had to start doing drawings for players. Like, here's my second. It's Tommy Herr and yeah, Keith Hernandez, and you're throwing these guys down. And you're flipping them over. And your batting order, and hoping that you get a an inning with a couple runs, and then you take nine more cards. You can't do that anymore. It's like, well, my velo, and he's got a, a his a slugging percentage. So, and that it's you can't play. Yeah, you never heard Vince Scully talking that nope. stuff. No, the launch angle on that home run still counts as one run. Yeah. Settle the f- down about launch angle. <laughs> Hits, errors, yeah, just yeah. the basics. It was a yeah. joke no, in Major League. That one's yeah. out of here. No, that's too high. They were laughing at yeah. launch angle because it didn't matter. If it's an out, it's an out. If it's a home run, it's a home run. Who cares how high it went? And then the other guy's guy, who gives an ass? It's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, who cares? It's too high. Launch angle. Yeah, and I'm watching last night. And I'm like, this game is impossible to go play with your friends anymore because all the stats are calculated right there. And then the best part was Fox was trying a new thing. Did you watch at all? Yeah. Oh, man. Did you love the microphones on the players? Yeah. The, the best, they had microphones on the players, which is a great idea, except for the mics were cutting out like crazy. Everybody sounded like Kenny from South Park. It's like, all right, we're talking to uh, uh, Byron Buxton out there, Minnesota Twins superstar. Byron, how are you? <laughs> all right, Byron, that sounds great. Mike's on the field brought to you by T-Mobile. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, oh, man. my God, that's no good. <laughs> It's, everybody sounded like they were disappeared. They had a couple of them. The White Sox pitcher was kind of funny. Yeah. He was on there. Yeah, Liam, yeah. But they had a few that were, you know, you couldn't understand a word the guy was saying. All right, thank you. Brought to you by T-Mobile. Communication at its finest. Like, oh, no. I was dying. It was hilarious. But then they're just giving stats nobody can care about and. You know, I like the Giancarlo Stanton and Buxton hit back-to-back home runs. Oh, man. Like, yeah. there's the baseball game you love. Boom, boom. A couple of launches uh, off a pitcher that was not giving up anything all year. I'm like, that's great. And then I was inundated with Giancarlo Stanton's average velocity out of the stadium is 112 miles an hour on a ball that goes over 450 feet with a launch angle of 61. I'm like, who cares? I think it, part of it is uh, trying to get that younger generation in. because but you're pushing no- them away. I you're, agree. You're pushing but them towards it's video like busy games. seat work. I no, want them to. But kids hate math, and they don't do math anymore. They have phones for that. No, but but they're they not can, the they're, stuff that that's applying on the field, like your launch angle, all that. It, yeah, feeds it's, into that. But it's not. But the but they can't figure out because everybody. There's not one good commissioner left in sports. They can't figure out how come young people aren't playing the game, and it's because you've made video games the game. And the real game, impossible to play. And fantasy has a lot to do with that Absolutely, as well. Absolutely, because you, it's a statistically based mm-hmm. kind of computer will do it game. Kids aren't going to go. You, there's no way Kirby and her friends are ever going to go grab a ball and a glove and let's walk down to the park 
and the six of us will play baseball. Yeah. It happened every day when I was a kid. And not to say that, you know, that's... And you were it's because, just starting into the... I mean, there was video games to be had, but you... They didn't have that kind of statistical nonsense. And baseball's like, well, we need to get the young kids. What are they like? They like video games. Make it more like a video game. Opposite. Make it more like something you can play for fun. You know, make it something that the kids get... Like, anybody can go out and go, oh, my God, we can all play this game because it's basic. So I've always said it's too much of a math equation, whatever. It's lost me. Even old men don't care. They still watch with their own way. That's what but I do. I, yeah. We need drunk announcers back. Mm-hmm. We need uh, the devil-may-care attitude in the booth yep. and the players on the field to have stories off the field. And they can't. The legendary baseball stories of you know, Babe Ruth eating hot dogs while he played. You got uh, even gift baskets. Exactly. That was just it, that's a t- it's 15, lore. 20 years ago. So what? It's a great story and it's believable because baseball players are pigs. The story of Bernard Gilkey having to have his balls sink like, and float yeah, he, he, when he'd come home from road trips. There was a, a rumor that his wife would make him get in a bathtub to see if his balls floated uh, because if they float, and I didn't know this, and I've tested it out, and I don't know, but if they floated, and you got a heck of a sack on you to get in the tub and watch it float or sink. If it floated, that means they're full, and he didn't use them. If it sunk, that means they were used, and she was mad. For whatever reason, she assumed he wasn't beating it or anything else. He was wow. he was road-dogging. Jay Bell's wife used to follow the bus around. No, it, was, it wasn't uh, Jay Bell's wife. It's not right. Jay Bell. Was that Gilkey? No, that was the only one I knew on that was in the NBA. Was Oh, you're I, right. It was in the NBA. That's yeah. right. She used it, to was, follow it was the bus Chris around. Humphrey? No, it was... Uh, I don't remember who it was. But yeah, she used, to, she used to go on road trips, rent a car, and just follow the bus around. Make sure he wasn't straight. Yeah, make sure he stayed. He stayed put, and he and he was. You know, what are you going to do? But foot yeah, fetish players. Those are the yeah, foot fetish players. We knew a guy who used to love, 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 love busting on a lady's feet. Ugh, I hate feet. He liked it. Great stories like that where the the legend Cal Ripken's hit hitting streak. Cal Ripken's not hitting streak. His playing streak. Oh, his, yeah, playing his streak. Iron Man That's streak. Right. May or may not be true, but uh, evidently he, Kevin Costner, and a lady were all in a love triangle, and there was a wander in where a rain out. Cal was maybe banging, maybe allegedly banging uh, Kevin Costner's wife, right? Other way around, was it? A Costner was with. Oh, that's Cal's right. Costner wife. was hitting Cal's wife. Cal wanders in, sees it, calls the team, goes, "I'm not coming in." And magically, the sprinklers won't turn off at the ballpark that day. It's Bull Durham, yeah, it is, Bull and Durham. it's Costner too. There yeah, you go, and it's Kevin yeah. Costner. So in a way, it was like a tip of the cap, like meh. Turn the sprinklers on, leave them on. They had a lighting issue. It's like, well, we can't play the game. Game's canceled tonight. Uh, so Cal Ripken's streak could stay alive. Rumors. Who knows? But it's, a, it's lore. It's American lore. We need it back. And sometimes referenced by a few of the announcers. Holy cow, I heard that story about how the sprinklers stayed on. Of course, we know the truth. And then everybody, ooh, if you knew, Harry just kind of told you. It was a long time ago, but I do remember the time that Steve Garvey was caught with two wangs in his mouth at the same time. Three and one to Jaeger. Yeah, and Vin could weave it into the storyline. It was marvelous. Now it's Velo. I don't care how fast the ball's going. Is it out? That's one run. It's amazing that David Wells can deliver. Absolutely jackled out of his mind. He's drunk. He throws a no-hitter. Doc Ellis is throwing yeah, those no guys LSD, right? He was on LSD. Yeah. He hit eight batters that game and stayed in the game, and and it's still considered a no hitter. With the hat pinned, he 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 walked a bunch of guys. He hit people, and he's just sweating out LSD on the mound. Like, I don't know what's going on. 
plunking dudes, hitting. Everybody's afraid. All over the place. No hitter. Great story. Nobody remembers the one where he went to church before the game. He did some mathematics, and then he went out and threw a great game. Who cares? I want a dude who's drunk, staggering around, and then figuring it out. Mickey Mantle, legend. They had to drag him out of bars, you know, holding his feet and hands like a hammock. Every night, Mickey, come on. Nope, you got a game in an hour. I'll be all right. And he was. So drunk they had an ice bath in the Yankees' dugout for a while. So before the stir game, up. stir up Mickey and then, all right, get him out there. He, he's good for two more innings, and we're going to strip him down and put him back in the bucket. He's just plastic. Like three for four, two home runs. Just a perfect day on the field. Yeah, baseball stinks. That's what I'm saying. What I'm basically getting at is baseball stinks, and they're their own worst enemy. Oh, and then the other thing. So I, the, I loved the uniforms last night, right? They, my, they actually pulled it off. I like that. Cool. So I went and like, I'm wondering what these are going for. That's pretty cool. I want to get one of those. I like the American League, especially yeah. the White Sox. Look yeah, that's great. great. On that. So I'm looking at that, and I'm like, all right, let's go. Uh, my buddy uh, Craig Amazine texts me at the exact same time. He goes, these uniforms. I'm like, I'm looking up the jersey now. And he goes, I already did it. Fires me at $464 what? before shipping to get an all-star oh. jersey. An authentic one. And you can get your name on it for an extra, like, it'll, it would cost you some more. But 400 Might as well. Six, yeah, exactly. If I'm going to throw that, 464 bucks for a customized All-Star jersey. It gets worn once. Right. Ever. It's a shirt. And baseball's like, all right, fans, you like what we did there for the merchant? And the hats were like uh, 63 bucks. Which you is can crazy because the they were just hats, too. Yeah, they they were just, weren't. No. Just, uh, and you can get the cheaper, you know, non-fitted one for like $30. I was like, this is ridiculous. They are just alienating the average human being. Yeah, baseball. But those jerseys sucks. are all I mean, football's the same way with their jerseys too. They're ridiculous. I can get you can get a custom I've gotten customized jerseys in, in the NFL. Once Nike took over the NFL stuff, the prices went down like uh, two thirds. Well, Nike's doing all the baseball ones too. Well, I don't know what they're doing with that all star game one, but five hundred bucks a little heavy for a shirt. A jersey. It's not like a, a dress shirt I can wear, it's a jersey. That I can only wear to like sporting events, and in a year it'll be worth. It'll be like it's going to hang bucks. in the closet. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. It's wild special occasions. Anyway, yeah, baseball. You've you've sucked the fun out of the game, and I figured out you're no kids are going to play that thing. You got video games doing the work for them. They're not going to go to the park and go. I feel I was ninety one on that one, and my launch angle was twenty one degrees. You can't play the game. Can't be done. But you could eat a bunch of hair if you want, and your hot dog, and that's what. Farmajan, getting you hot dogs covered in hair. It's like taking a bite of Serena Williams' head. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh, that hair will never go away. Uh, Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. 585-9800, and we'll scream it together. And uh, check your food before you take a bite this morning. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.